1: faces a choice. This is Battleground America. Here's Tara Servatius.
2: Yo, this debt ceiling deal betrayal by Republican Speaker Kevin McCarthy is so insane. You almost have to wonder. I mean, it just defies all logic. You almost have to wonder, I mean, you can't help but have it cross your mind, like, What's in his folder at the FBI? I mean, did he cheat on his wife again? Do they have something on him? Is she going to leave him this time? Did they threaten him with something? And who are they anyway? Here's what makes this so shocking that you almost go conspiratorial. You're almost like, do the Democrats control our leaders too? That's how big of a deal this was. Just six days ago, We were reading headlines like this. 60% in a get this CNN poll agreed with the Republicans' position in the debt ceiling talks, not the Democrats' position. Or this headline from Breitbart six days ago House Democrats admit that debt limit talks are a concession exercise. Why? They'd already been beaten so badly in the polls that the liberal Washington Post actually published this line. This is a week ago. Quote from a Democrat, an unnamed Democrat. I've never seen such a massive, surprising and consequential potential failure. Talking about the debt negotiations. Failure on the Democrat side. We'll see where this comes out. But by definition, we're only measuring success on how much we lost. The Democrat said again, That's the Washington Post. Here's Democrat Jim Clyburn saying that Biden had so mismanaged this thing that they were going to have to capitulate. They were going to have to give Republicans at least three out of five things that they wanted.
1: And if you feel that he's had to give more than he's gotten. You know, I've said all of my life, if the distance between me and opponent on any issue or five steps I don't mind taking three of them. That's the way I feel. I don't think you have to always meet in the middle. Right. So I don't mind taking three out of five.
2: The Republican Party, conservatives and moderates alike, had agreed to an amazing deal. It would cut the $80 billion in funding for the IRS. Yes, it included a debt ceiling increase, but of less than $2 trillion. Everybody loved it. They passed it through Congress. Republicans took a victory lap. Democrats coward, but then, over Memorial Day weekend, when no one was paying attention, Kevin McCarthy, the supposed leader of the Republicans, crept over to the White House and cut a jaw-dropping deal. A deal so bad, you ask, did they blackmail him? I mean, I'm, I'm laughing, but there's something here that's missing. The New Deal, which is not the one. Republicans voted on and passed in the House. That's what's so shocking. This is a betrayal of what Republicans passed. McCarthy just threw it out. In negotiations, the New Deal funds 98% of the new IRS army. That means instead of 87,000 new agents to terrorize right-wingers and middle-class people, we'll only have 85,000. Oh, thank God. So much better than 87,000. But it's even worse than that remember that cap under $2 trillion McCarthy threw it out and came out with a bogus number oh we went to 4 trillion wait y'all are gonna borrow or print 4 trillion more in the next just year and a half (laughs) Yup. if only see McCarthy and Biden are lying about that the 4 trillion it's just an estimate what Biden actually got was an unlimited borrowing and printing ability through 2025 no caps we don't we haven't had this situation before we've always had a debt limit here's Republican Ralph Norman explaining this on Fox News this morning it's shocking not the least of which in that if Biden actually does it even at the four trillion dollar level folks we're going back up to seven to nine percent inflation and because Kev helped and the Republicans We'll have to vote for this thing. We can't even blame it on Democrats. And America deserves better than this. And it, it's just not in it. And I don't understand why it went from a conservative bill, limit, save and grow, which it did, to basically give it in on every point. And the, and the biggest single thing that is so wrong about this, uh, the $1.5 trillion that that we, we've had in there as a limit, is basically taken off. And it's uh, he could spend four trillion. He can spend 10 trillion. Uh, And he pushed it until after the elections, which is, again, it's unfathomable that this would happen. Okay, but after that, the most shocking thing, the most telling thing that folks literally makes me go, is our leadership of the Republican Party actually controlled opposition that answers to the Democrats or the deep state or somebody? I mean, you almost have to go there. This is so bizarre. Last summer, all summer long, as the Republicans were running in the midterm elections, remember what the centerpiece of their commercial package was. The thing they planned to do was eliminate, vote for us and we'll eliminate the $80 billion for 87,000 IRS agents, a virtual persecution army. The New York Post writes yesterday about that promise. This was the totemic centerpiece of McCarthy's pitch to become speaker. It was the most memorable promise of the Republicans' midterm campaign to win back the House. It struck a chord with voters wary of funding a new army of armed IRS agents to harass middle class families and small business owners and abuse their powers to target political dissidents Soviet style. So, folks, this is the New York Post writing this. Target political dissidents, Soviet style, they said. The New York Post writes that McCarthy's own caucus, that's the Republicans in the House, voted 221 to 210 to repeal the extra IRS funding. Then he marches right on over to the White House and just offers it to Biden. Hey, we're only going to cut the $1.5 billion the first year. You can have the other seventy-eight billion for those eighty-five thousand IRS agents. You'll need to harass me and all my donors. Understand, folks? This will still more than double the size of the IRS.
0: His karate lessons might not turn him into a black belt, Hi-ya! and even after band camp, he might not be the greatest musician. <laughs>
2: that this agency is being staffed with the now 85,000 IRS agents in order to harass conservatives, harass freedom-loving Americans. Because last week, we got a horrifying report. Remember Matt Taibbi, who broke the stories, the Twitter file stories? The most important of all of them was Twitter files number nine. It detailed how the FBI, the Pentagon, and the CIA have been censoring political debate across 15 platforms, including Google, Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, in not just one, but the last two elections. It's completely illegal. Well, Twitter files number nine dropped on Christmas Eve. Want to take a guess when the IRS opened their investigation into Taibbi? Christmas Eve, just a couple hours after that Twitter files dropped. What does this mean? The IRS is becoming the political persecution arm of the FBI. Think about it. You can't send the FBI after every American who posts something negative about the Biden, you know, White House or every American who gets a following on Twitter uh, because they're really good at nailing the left. We can't have that many FBI investigations. It would just look weird. But we can have that many IRS investigations where if you just tweet the wrong thing, say the wrong thing, or God forbid, write a check to the wrong candidate, well, you're getting a full audit, even though they know damn well you did nothing wrong. In the process, they may not find anything, but it doesn't matter. You'll spend between ten and $25,000 defending yourself, or you'll just pay up. The average middle-class American can't afford that. So you know what they'll do? Nothing. No more post-critical of the government. We literally saw the evidence Kev did our speaker. He couldn't have missed it last week in the house's own report on the political person persecution of Matt Taibbi by the IRS. Remember, the IRS went to Matt Taibbi's house literally as he was in Congress at the committee meeting testifying about how the FBI and other agencies of the federal government had illegally censored Americans. The IRS doesn't come to your house. But they came to Taibbi's. What other indicators are there in your face? No holds barred indicators that the Democrats fully intend this political persecution army to be used this way at the IRS? This. Remember Lois Lerner, the one who a federal court found guilty of targeting people for political reasons, auditing them, wrecking their finances? for the crime of donating to Tea Party groups or filing charters with the uh, IRS to form one. Remember her? Yeah, well, there was a number two in charge at the IRS under Lerner. Her name was Nicole Flax. She was one of a handful of employees who reported directly to Lois Lerner and carried out all of the IRS targeting. She's also one of ha- a handful of employees who's... Computer hard drives and emails were subpoenaed by Congress. Congress never got them. They just all disappeared. Poof! Remember that? Well, you'll never guess who the Biden administration has hired to staff the new IRS. Yep, Nicole Flax. Lois Lerner's number two in charge. And folks, the fact that they politically persecuted all these people is absolutely indisputable. There was a class action lawsuit, you'll remember, against the IRS for the targeting. And the IRS lost. The federal government had to pay out damages to the people who were targeted. And in the court ruling on who was eligible, the federal court disclosed the shocking fact. Before the IRS was stopped in its political persecution drive against the Tea Party, fully one-third of Americans who had donated money, even the smallest amounts to the Tea Party, had been audited. They were working their way through the list. Understand what Kevin McCarthy's capitulation means. We are literally headed toward a time when Americans, yeah, have First Amendment rights on paper, but where it's widely understood that if you post anything against the regime, the IRS will show up at your house. And here's the crazy thing. The thing that makes me wonder, who controls McCarthy and how do they control him? Here's what else I wonder. If the pattern, and McCarthy knows this, if the pattern last time with the IRS was to go through all the donors, you know who they were going to target? McCarthy's donors, the Republican Party's donors. That's who they're going to hit. Those and, you know, that and those who use their First Amendment rights to tell the truth about the government. There's no way McCarthy doesn't know this. And yet he betrayed us on this one most important thing. Maybe you're thinking, well, maybe McCarthy was afraid we'd default, right? Default on our debt. I mean, after all, the media seemed pretty hysterical about that. Well, here's the chief economist with the Heritage Foundation, E.J. and explaining why that default thing was always fake.
1: Well, I mean, if we can just let history be our guide for a second, we know that any time we bump up against the debt ceiling, all that happens is we just have another partial government shutdown, and the United States does not actually default in those instances. We're still able to pay uh, to service the debt. And, and so if you actually dig into the numbers, you find that Janet Yellen apparently uh, is either unaware or is lying about her own department's figures. And what you see is that the, the Treasury actually takes in, get this, seven times – the revenue that is needed to pay for the debt. In other words, to pay the interest on the bills, bonds, and notes that come in, as well as then to roll over that debt. And and it, uh, amazingly, they keep throwing around this word default. Uh, what they really mean is that we will have to forestall paying some of our bills. Now, which of those bills? Well, when again, when you listen to Yellen or other people in the administration... They try to tell you that it means that things like Social Security payments aren't going to go out, right? So in other words, we're going to burn the whole thing down by causing a default, and we're going to starve grandma. No. I mean, my goodness, you know, we, not only do we have enough money to pay to service the debt, on top of that, we have enough money to pay for all of the Social Security checks, uh, veterans' benefits. Medicare. You can even throw in the entire defense budget as ridiculous and bloated as it is. You can pay for de- all of that. And even after doing all of that in the cumulative, uh, what, we, what we've gone through so far in the current fiscal year, you would still have half a trillion dollars left over. With Tara Servatius. please subscribe on the Odyssey app or wherever you get your favorite podcasts. Share with friends, family, and other free thinkers. Thanks for listening.
0: His karate lessons might not turn him into a black belt, Hi-ya! and even after band camp, he might not be the greatest musician. Hi-ya! But with the three percent annual percentage yield you can earn on a PenFed premium online savings account, your goal of supporting his dreams—thanks for everything, mom and dad—will always be worth it.